0: Hey everyone, this is Henkel again. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about this wonderful app here that I I just started researching. It's called Anchor. Um, if you haven't heard about it, uh, it's the easiest, easiest way to make a podcast. Um, you know, let me give you some explanation. It is free, right? You you do get to have a lot of fun. There's creation tools that are, that are give you permission to record edit your podcast right right from your phone or computer. Uh, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more options. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So, you know, get in there as much as you can. Um, You know, if you're able to get people interested, awesome. It is a great, 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 great way to make your voices heard. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All right? Thanks. Peace out. God bless always.
1: Hey, what's up?
2: I'm doing good. How about you?
1: I'm doing well. How's your day overall?
2: It's been fantastic. It's been a beautiful weekend and I've been making the most of it.
1: Yeah, I think How it was like six uh pretty good. I think it was like sixty five around here.
2: Oh wow, it was so. up into the mid seventies where I am.
1: Hmm, that's pretty good. We'll take it. We'll take yeah, it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh I planted some flowers in my front yard. Picked oh, up some awesome. leaves. I did some tulips, like around mm-hmm. the driveway.
2: Very nice. It was pretty good. My
1: daughter helped me out. So nice. Yeah. That's wonderful. She I spent a good amount that. of
2: time in the hammock this weekend.
1: A good amount of what?
2: Time in the hammock this weekend.
1: Oh, didn't know you had those. Yeah, Yep. yeah. I used to have one when I was in Jersey. It was pretty comfortable.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. it's my favorite way to spend these nice spring days right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> under the shade.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah.
2: I can't it's wait for nice the leaves to finally finish like growing in, so get a nice break from the sun. And- right. It's beautiful seeing all the leaves like budding right now, this time of year. So,
1: yeah, it's great rebirth in a way.
2: Exactly.
1: So, uh, yeah. So, um, welcome to another episode. Um, I want to let my friend Julie here talk uh, first, and then I will say my, uh, my little piece here. Uh, So yeah, go ahead and take it away, Julie.
2: Okay, Um, so I wanna take this time to talk about finding gratitude in trying times. And I know my view on religion and yours may be very different, but they also have a lot in common. And to me personally, the Holy Trinity is imagination creativity and a sense of wonder and personally my gods are mother nature and father time they are the foundation and the building blocks to life the universe and everything they represent all at which life would not exist without mother nature created the most perfect cathedral a miraculous ecosystem of unfathomable proportions through mother nature all living beings are born The infinitesimal speck of the single cell organism is created with the same life force that is alive within all of us. The circle of life is flawless, the beauty of which is best appreciated in the springtime, the time of rebirth. A flower blossom is truly magnificent if you take the time to look at it through eyes full of wonder. Their petals are a dazzling display of sacred geometry. Father Time is the architect of creation in my mind. To him, all matter exists. The laws of physics are written by his hand. The elements on the periodic table are his ingredients. And he is the master chef. He is the one who wove the fabric of space and time. Every universe, every galaxy, every planet, meteor, and speck of space dust was created by his hand. Without Father Time... There would be no framework for existence. Without mother nature, life would not populate our world. To me, they also represent the duality of the mind-body connection and through them we are created whole. So let's talk about us here today in May of 2020. We are well into this state of quarantine brought to us by COVID-19. I recently saw a meme that said April showers bring May flowers and it showed the Venus flytrap from Little Shop of Horrors as the May flowers of 2020. Well funny, the reality is that a lot of people are feeling this these days. I dare you to challenge that thinking, even just for a little bit each day, until it becomes second nature. I dare you to take a walk outside and find as many flowers in bloom as you possibly can. None of them are likely to burst into song and try to eat you but they do have the magical power to brighten your day and lift your mood. Letting go of preconceived notions frees you from the burden of anxiety. By taking time to truly examine something, you can begin to see things more clearly for what they are, not necessarily what you think they are. In DBT, or Dialectical Behavior Therapy, developed by American psychologist Marshall Linehan, there is always more than one way to think about a situation. And all people have some unique and something unique and different to offer. A life worth living has both positive and negative aspects. Happiness, sadness, anger, and all of these aspects are necessary and valuable. Expressing gratitude is the purest form of prayer. In trying times, practicing gratitude replaces victimhood with joy. Neuroplasticity reveals that a consistent gratitude practice physically remaps the connections among our brain cells, actually reforming the subconscious mind. Respect and gratitude go hand in hand. Starting a request with please is a show of respect, and a heartfelt thank you is a sincere expression of gratitude. Incorporating gratitude into your daily living in small ways can make powerful changes in your life. Start small and sincere. Narrow your focus to one thing in your surroundings that brings you joy. Really take the time looking around until something meaningful jumps out to you. Intentionally examine every detail of it. Take it in with your five senses. Notice the colors, size, shape. How about the texture? Is it shiny or dull? Is it rough or smooth? What does it smell like? Does it make any noise? Is it edible? What does it taste like? What temperature is it? Meditate on these things for about a minute or so. Make note of the emotions this invokes and the memories that arise that you have associated with it. Feel deep and sincere gratitude for this thing. Really feel it in your heart and project your thanks to the universe. So, some things I am grateful for today are little boy's clothing lying on the floor, covered in dirt and smelling like sunscreen, for they are proof that it was a beautiful day, well spent playing outside. Also, my son's toys that he left out, for they are proof that he was using these as tools for his creativity and imagination. I'm grateful for the piece of art that hangs in my living room that my son and I made together that has such wonderful memories attached to it. I give thanks for the warmth of the sunshine on my face and the cool breeze that makes my hammock sway and the not-so-hot coffee I left in the microwave because with a couple of ice cubes, I now have iced coffee. Uh, That smell of a barbecue grill coming from somewhere in the neighborhood makes me imagine a family sitting out on their patio enjoying this extra time they have together. And speaking of family, I'm grateful for the good friends and family who check in to say hi, and the goofy conversations we have that ease our sense of loneliness and provide some much-needed comedic relief. I am especially grateful for the connection I feel to the universe when I look up to the stars at night and for that bar of chocolate I found stashed in the fridge. Because, I mean, come on, it's chocolate. So what do you think?
1: Uh, You touched on a lot of a lot of uh, good points. Um, I never thought about. Uh, um, I, I never really thought um, in depth, I guess, about the uh, the the import or the relevance importance of uh, nature and time. Um, I guess when you think about how the world works, I, I guess they would be intertwined. Um, time, time is pretty much in in every aspect of of the way the universe functions.
2: Exactly. Uh,
1: you know, you need you need you need time for flowers to grow. You need time for animals to develop and grow. You know, time tells uh, a animal when to go to sleep, when to wake up. You know. When to eat, um, there's there's some instincts in it, uh, and then you mentioned the um, duality, and that kind of reminds me of in the Inst- eastern tradition of the whole uh, yin and yang uh, and and, and uh, balance of things. So, um, and I will I will go on another episode about the the whole uh, uh, energy projection in the universe, I find that to be very fascinating. Um, and I've often thought about, there probably isn't a way to measure it, but I guess to, to better unwrap that whole concept of, of uh how our actions somehow projects this invisible force, right. Um, that touches on, on other people and other things, uh, and formulates how we interact and just how, how the whole universe moves kind of like we're kind of like we're wheels and this whole machinery type of thing. But, uh, at least that's how I how, how I imagine it. So <laughs> no,
2: that makes perfect sense, know. and I I look forward to discussing that with you in in the future. I think that'll be a wonderful yeah. thing to to discuss with you on.
1: So, and uh, yeah, I, I'm grateful for a lot of things. So thank you for reminding not just me but uh, the listeners about things to be grateful about. And then you 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 mentioned about the coffee yes how seemingly that um that wrong thing or that bad thing somehow turned into the opposite when you thought about it in depth you know because had it not get cotton cold then you wouldn't have thought about the the whole ice and, and make it into a nice coffee type of thing so
2: you know, it's, um. it's the, the lemons and lemonade thing, but you
1: know,
2: <laughs> I could have either nuked it for the third time to try and warm it back that's true. the bathroom been like, hey, you know what? It's a beautiful day. Let's just throw some ice cubes in there and call it good.
1: Yeah. I guess it depends on how bad you want a coffee.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah.
1: It doesn't really taste so good when it's microwave, but that's just me.
2: Yeah,
1: you know. Wow. Um. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for your Wonderful ideas. There's uh, a lot to. That we can uh, ponder. And what you said. And relate to our own lives. Thank you. Um, yeah. So.
2: I appreciate your sincerity.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for. For how many things are going wrong. in In the world. I think there are just as many things. That are going good. And um, I think if we manage to ship together, we can get out of this pretty quick.
2: That's right. We're all in this Mm -hmm. together, as long as we stand six feet apart.
1: That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, (laughs) Public announcement. You got to do that. Right. Very, very important. Definitely. Yeah. It's about, you know, that whole connection. Yeah. So. Um and so um you you um you mentioned about the the different um I guess for lack like of better words, traditions that, that we have. One of the things that I want uh everyone to, to think about and consider is what is spirituality for you like you might not go to church every sunday um, and that's okay um, because I think that you can express your your faith in different ways um, whatever you call your god or you know whatever it may be um, as long as it's helping others uh, in a in a positive, meaningful way, I think that's fine. Um, I often find myself praying in good and bad times. Keeps me grounded. uh, And reminds me to be grateful of the things that are going wrong as much as the things that are going right, because sometimes without those things going wrong, then you wouldn't realize the things that are going right or how you can get to that right moment. Absolutely.
2: Um, The lows make you appreciate the highs even better.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So if you follow the uh, Christian tradition or Catholic tradition, um, there are people who close the Lord's Prayer with for Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. But when you look at it closely, you'll realize that these verses are not located in either the the Gospel of Matthew or Luke. Um and actually these phrases can be found in the first century texts, also called the which is known as the the, 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 the I am very sorry for butchering the name here. <laughs> Um, the teachings of the 12 apostles, even if the kingdom and the power and glory do not go back to Jesus himself, they were believed by many in the early Christian church or early church as a natural conclusion to the prayer. Um, in Jesus' days, kingdom, power, and glory would have logically been connected to the Roman Empire and Caesar and ruling in absolute power. So, I want you to, all the readers out there to take a moment, and if you would, think about what comes to mind when you hear this phrase. Um, for me, I, I think of it as a, you know, exactly as I said, as an empire, you know, with castles and knights and lords and all that other stuff, but it might mean something different to you. Um, when the uh, early church prayed for the coming of God's kingdom, they were praying that God would show himself in power and glory they were praying that Jesus would be seen and acknowledged as the true Lord of the world over worldly rulers and human governments which in its time was revolutionary um, because he was exerting himself uh, over natural um, rulers of of the time, human rulers of the time and typically when they were challenged, you know they took force uh, as needed in order to to make sure that uh they still held their throne. Um, so uh, prayerfully consider God's purpose in Christ. For the hungry, oppressed and marginalized in the world, it is an important way that Jesus' followers might make his kingdom their top priority today. So Jesus speaks to his disciples in Mark in Mark uh, <clears throat> chapter ten forty two to forty three, he gives them warning that human rulers gravitate towards worldly power and glory. Uh so they become self centered. And Jesus declared that he and his followers were going to do power a different way, the servant way. So rather than being self-servant, they were going to help others. They were going to go beyond themselves. Um, This definition of kingdom, power, and glory is woven into the story of Jesus through the gospel. And as we pray, we are invoking spirit-filled power to defeat injustice, corruption, and evil in the world. We pray with confidence hope as we call upon God's power to block what is threatened us and his purpose in this world. So I I want you to consider so as you go back and you listen to our conversation here between Julie and I you want to take a moment to consider I want to take a moment to consider Um, about how we should think about praying the Lord's Prayer as a whole life activity. Um, So take some time, you know, find comfort in a quiet place. You don't even have to say it out loud. You can just close your eyes and speak to yourself and um, whatnot. How is praying for this kingdom, power, and glory, a way of claiming his victory over darkness. So, how how is this um, how is this prayer helpful in in clearing out the, the bad things that are going on in the world? Um, so, anyway, think about energy, you know? I'll I'll talk more about it later, but, you know, prayer, I think, um, is, is good for your soul and it's good for your heart. It's good for your mental clarity and it's good for the world. So, uh, that is where I am.
2: That's wonderful. I, uh, I was uh, raised in an Episcopal church, and I was always raised saying, you know, in the kingdom and the power and the glory at the end of the Lord's Prayer, and it was just how I knew it, and um, I remember in church, my parents would always say the Lord's Prayer very, very intentionally. They Mm -hmm. They would say it as if they were feeling what they were saying, not just repeating something over and over for the sake of, um, you know, it's what they were taught to say. It's what everybody else is saying, but they really took the time to, um, interpret what those words meant to them. And Mm -hmm. when they took the time in service to say the Lord's prayer, it was, um, a very intentional thing for them. And I always remember that as an example um, growing up of how, um, you know, we do need to take the time to be grateful for the things that we have. And, um, yeah, just, just taking the time to intentionally say these things and think these thoughts, uh, it's a very powerful practice.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if, if you're not really, um, uh, For like a better word, words. If you're not, if you're not warm to the concept of Jesus of of God, um, and, you know, believe in that, you know, that that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with um the act of of praying, and um, you know, if you want to use the word Lord's prayer, then one, then that's great. But I think prayer, I think meditation, it should be with with it should be intentional as you said before you know so you can create your own words right um i think repetition is is good um you know a couple of years ago i i uh i was getting more and more into meditation and at one point i decided to try something different you know I, i went to a quiet place and I might have told you this before. I'm not sure if I did it in one of the other episodes, but I, I went to a quiet place and I just rock back and forth. And I said, God is great. And I just kept saying that. And uh, it was very intense. And I had a, I had a, a spiritual experience. I didn't see anything, but um, I definitely felt like I was going into something. And... Uh, I was I was fascinated and scared at the same time to get closer. So um, eventually, as I got closer, I tried to pull back, but it was very hard. I eventually did it, obviously, but it was very hard. Um, and maybe if I went into it, I, I would have found something something greater. So um, you know, don't be afraid. Be open minded. Be intentional. Lord's Prayer, I think, is great, but if you want to add your own words and you want to mix into it, then that's fine, too.
2: Absolutely, and I challenge you even to, you know, if you are of the faith, to, to take and um, break down the Lord's Prayer and maybe rewrite it in your own words and right. really make it feel um, feel your own. And I think that's what's most important, as you say, is finding what works for you and you know, as long as your heart is pure of intention, then, however you choose to worship is your own business.
1: Absolutely, I'm all for that.
2: That's wonderful. I highly i uh, I look forward to talking about meditation with you more. Um, it's a practice that I'm I'm trying to embrace myself, and I've recently had some very uh, Promising uh, experiences with it. And I'm very, very grateful that I've taken the time and I've made the space in my life to incorporate meditation and mindfulness as uh, part of my daily practices, as well as finding gratitude wherever I can. Excellent.
1: Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, to all the wonderful listeners out there, thank you for keeping in touch with this podcast. Thank you for allowing us to um, give you our insight here, my friend Julie, and myself. I hope you are all having a great night, great day, stayed healthy, and follow those guidelines,
0: please. It's very important. Any last words, Julie?
2: Uh, no, just that I'm wishing you happiness and. I'm grateful for uh, the opportunity to have this platform to share this uh, wisdom and inspiration that I have.
1: All right. Well, with that, have a good night. Um, Blessings always. Thank you very much. Take care.